This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour, coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC studio and online at theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weeknights. This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour. And uh, here with us today, we got a couple of teammates here with us. We got uh, Jim Bennett, sixth year as coordinator of Lincoln Teammates, and Stacey Blyzik, eighth year as match sport specialist and trainer. So to kind of start things off here, guys, how's it going? I want thoughts on the new studio. We talked a little bit off the break, but what are your overall thoughts? Oh, sorry. Uh, you got me? All right. All right. No, this place incredible we were just talking we uh you know i've been listening to the show for, for a few weeks uh, you've been down here and mm-hmm. and to come in and see it for yourself this place is top notch top notch great place yeah love it love it yeah awesome and uh, as you can see i'm still still getting the mics memorized here yeah, <laughs> with the new setup yeah, no worries uh but nonetheless i do kind of want to just go ahead and start things off uh i did mention jim bennett six year as coordinator of lincoln teammates so what does that kind of all entail for you and what is your role with teammates right right so um, you know, we, we we are kind of housed in the in the Lincoln Public Schools. So we work as, we're both uh, LPS employees, but we run also this nonprofit of teammates. And so as coordinator, I'm responsible for all things that we do. We do uh, recruiting, we do marketing, we do retention. Um, and obviously we do fundraising. You know, we have to fundraise for the nonprofit. So all those things are underneath what, what I do. And, and then we obviously are, all of us are really trying hard to, uh, make sure the program is living up to expectations and, and doing good things for the community. Absolutely. And then Stacy, again, I said, uh, eighth year as a match support specialist slash trainer, you know, what does that kind of look like from your role? And uh, I know we always hear great stories about the match specialist. You guys do a great job having some of the teammates and uh, mentees come through here, hear a lot of great stories. So what does that kind of all entail for you? So as a match support specialist, I work with the teammates facilitators that are at our uh, schools, elementary, middle schools, high schools, <clears throat> excuse me. And then I also support all of those matches that attend those schools. I primarily am working with the North and Western schools in Lincoln, Northwest part of town. And then as, as far as a trainer, I work with, I pretty much am training exclusively our mentors that have been with us for at least three years. Every three years they go through a refresher training. And so I do that with those mentors. Okay. And we do that on usually one or two a month, um, just get people through and get them up to date. Yeah. So when they, when 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 mentors first sign up, they they go through a first initial new mentor training. But you know, it's it's best practice to always do refreshers every three years, so everyone's up to date on policies and new and new new expectations. But you know, with we have you know right now we have about 1100 matches in the city of lincoln so 1100 students and 1100 mentors so we need match support specialists to really there's a lot of work to be done to support those matches and really make sure that they're getting their needs met getting questions answered and that they feel they feel supported in those schools so stacy does a great great job of that and uh, we have two other folks doing that work as well absolutely and uh, again if you guys haven't caught it just go back and listen to some of those teammates episodes you go to podcast ticketfm.com and uh, you'll kind of see that those uh match pairing those specialists they do a pretty good job hear a lot of awesome stories from yeah. it but i do want to talk for those who are interested i know you guys have some training spots available and this is kind of a great time you know the school year it's still rolling along 
but there's time to still kind of get in there. And I know we got 36 ticket listeners right now. Would love to get that number up. So again, 402-464-5685, you have any questions, um, but about those training spots, you know, when are those coming up? People do want to get involved. Right, right. So we, we have a training tomorrow. <laughs> uh, that's obviously too soon, but we, we, we do a training a week, once mm-hmm. a week, because we're really pushing the numbers this year, trying to get uh, as many young people matched. We have a, a lot of kids waiting, and we really want to make sure we find caring adults in our community who, who uh, we willing to come see them once a week in school. Um, as, but the next one is October 20th, and that's our that's our uh, partnership with Wingstop. So Wingstop has it partners with us, and, and we do an evening training for those people that can't get away during the day. Mm-hmm. And so we want to do that, but Wingstop wants to support us as well. So they're going to be offering a, a dinner for, for all participants in that training. So that will be from 4 to 7 on October 20th. But like I said, even if a person couldn't get signed up and get in one of those, we, uh, we, we we're doing them all the time. And we, we always try to make sure that there's some food there. I mean, people like to, like to, like to eat and we know yeah. that. And so we, we support that and we, we want to make sure that we make a real comfortable environment for those, those folks doing that training. Absolutely. And I do want to go ahead and speak on Wingstop. Again, the Teammates Mentoring Hour is proudly co-sponsored by Wingstop, proudly helping feed mentors in the training process as uh, Tim Bennett just, or excuse me, Jim Bennett just said, surrounding area and a better place with teammates. Order your own wings online at wingstop.com. Visit any of their three locations. And uh, I know that's always a good one. I believe you guys had uh, on the last training session, it was on the last little email I got, there's some Wingstop there. Apparently that was a really fun training session. You know, do you, what what are you guys' memories of that, and why? You know, what made that session uh, just such a pleasant environment to be in? You know, um, so I go to I go to the first like twenty minutes of every new mentor training. So, and I and I I do that with all of them because I, the first thing I want to do is I want to meet um, all the new mentors and thank them. I want to talk to them a little bit about kind of what they can think expect it from the program and what they can expect from support from us because uh, I, I give every new mentor. Um, my, my name and my contact information and I have this open door policy because we, when we get people there and we get them excited to be mentors and they get meshed with a student, we need, we really want need to support them in a way that they stay because we can recruit, you know, 300 matches this year. But if, if 300 people leave the program, that doesn't help us. Right. But, uh, so I think I know what training session you're talking about. They were pretty, pretty, pretty excited and fired up during the training. We had a lot of fun early on, uh, just really, really good people who are really excited about doing that. Um, you know, we also recently just trained, um, you know, we, 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 uh, this last training, we had, uh, a gentleman there named Albert who has graduated three different men- mentees, uh, got him all the way to graduation. And then he, and they took a break for a while and, um, uh, Alfred uses sign language to communicate. And we found a mentee who, who, who wanted a mentor who also uh, uses sign so we asked Albert, said, hey, are you interested in maybe coming back and giving this one more go? And he came back. And we, so we had interpreters at the training. And it was just really a, a dynamic training. It was a lot of fun. We had, we had a really good time. That's incredible. And then, uh, Stacey, you know, kind of what are your thoughts on that? I feel like you get a room of people that want to make the community a better space. Yeah. I think that has a lot to kind of do with the energy. But I want to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. So until just this last year, I used to also train for new, the new mentor training. And I, there's, I just can't reiterate what Jim just said enough, where we just get great people who apply to be in the program and they come with just positive energy. And we, the training itself is very interactive. There's a lot to learn, but it's not, we do it in such a way that we're not overwhelming people. We want to give them enough information and resources to get them started. 
and then our contact information so they could reach out to us down the road if things get bumpy or even if they have a great success story they want to share with us both ways. So the new mentor trainings are, I've had people comment at the end of them that said, what? Three hours is already up? We've, we've been here for three hours? It just, the time just flies because it's that interesting, interactive. Christine now does this um, all the time. We used to kind of co-train or she would do one, I would do one, and she's doing it solely and she's amazing. She does such a great job. Again, just the interaction activities, the ment- the adults, the volunteers the, that are becoming mentors, they're interacting with one another and getting to know each other as well. So it, they all leave at the end. We always ask them to share a takeaway and they always, that we get a variety of answers, of course, but one of the biggest takeaways is the mentor is, mentor is not activity that we do with them, which I can talk about in a little bit if you want, but they also take away the senior video that we show them and they really get to see the perspective of teammates from the young person's viewpoints. And that's always a big impact, has a big impact on them. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what, you know, for people that are listening, again, go to lincolnteammates.org if you need more information, but they're thinking about that joining that training session. What are kind of some of those common skepticisms that those people may have that, you know, I don't have enough time. Uh, some people even say, I'm not that interesting. You know, what are, what are those, some of those skepticisms that you guys can kind of cool off and like, it's a fun process. You know, you're not teaching them math. What are some of those that you hear? (laughs) That's such a great question. We've heard a lot of variety of things such as time is a big one. And I have to be honest, that was my big thing. That's what's, what prevented me from mentoring sooner because I just felt like, gosh, I don't think I can take time away from work. It's so busy. My schedule's always packed. And then I just, because of the support of my employer um, at the time, it was, I started mentoring before I started working for teammates. Um, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And I love working with young people. I have a career working with young people. And so I did it and I made the time during the week. And honestly, I was more productive. I was happier. I looked forward to that, especially on those weeks when it was so busy, like that was my reprieve and that was a reward for me. And of course my mentee and I, we just really clicked and I was matched with her in sixth grade and two years ago she graduated from high school and she's now at attending Southeast Community College. So the rewards way outweighed the, uh, the skepticism, the, I don't think I have time, but I'll let Jim chime in for another example. Well, yeah. So <clears throat> it's funny you said that, that for you, it was the time aspect. And for me, that was, that was not really my worries. Um, mine would have been more around what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? Uh, well, does, does the young person really want someone like me? You know, somebody, who, you know, who's just a, you know, I don't know, just, a, just a guy, right. It's just, a, <laughs> just the teammates guy. Right. So I, I didn't know, I didn't know if that's what would be something that a young person would want. And so, um, you know, and I've been doing, I've been working with, with, with young people since 1993. So <laughs> it, it's a, it's a, it was a weird, it was a weird feeling to have, because I've never had that feeling when working with young people, but on, on, uh, because teammates is more of a, a relationship and more of a friendship. Um, I was, I wasn't, I want to make sure that this is something that somebody would want. So when I got matched and, 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 uh, they, they make, they, well, I'm still with him. He, you know, he's, a, he's a senior this year. I got, I've got two seniors this year, um, who, who I've been mentoring. And it, it, this was when he was in seventh grade. And, uh, I was nervous. I was nervous. I found myself being nervous, showed up and, and it was just really 
amazing. Like it, those, 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 those thoughts that you, you talk about in your head that kind of get in your way of doing great things, um, doing things that are really helpful to people and really are impactful. So, um, you know, I was, I was, I felt good about, about going and doing it and getting through it. And I, I can't believe and now that he's a senior and we have such a great relationship that, uh, that I was nervous at all. It's kind of, it's kind of a little embarrassing almost to, to think that I was nervous to do that. But I think those, those are, those are the kind of the self-talk that people have and that kind of get in the way of getting out and, and trying to do some of these good things. Yeah. And, uh, again, it's, it's, it's not like it's a bad thing to have those thoughts, right? Right, right. Because right. you want to do the best for the kid. Right, but right. again, uh, teammates does a great job training you, and you're not doing things like you're not teaching them. You know how to get a 4.0 GPA. You're simply kind of there to be their support. You know why do you think for some of these younger students, it's so important just to have someone show up and be there on a regular basis? I I will speak to that, <clears throat> and it actually this came up today, and I did a refresher training earlier today. And we were talking about how a lot of times kids, it takes them a while to warm up and start talking. I hear this time and again where mentors say, gosh, you know, at first we, he, my mentor didn't, or my mentee didn't say much. They, I would ask questions and they would answer them, but we really didn't have conversations. Now they were playing chess and checkers and shooting hoops and they were doing things together and they showed up every week. And that's the key, just to be consistent. And eventually those walls kind of started coming down and now the mentee is talking a little bit more and a little bit more. Now, a couple years into the relationship, they're really sharing information about their lives and what's going on and it's completely different. And it takes time for that relationship to build. And, but it, it happens. I think for young people, they don't, they're not used to that one-on-one -on -one attention. They get it and they're not quite sure what to do with that. <laughs> Like, yeah. um, and they also have to build trust. They have to know that you are going to be coming back like you say you are. And it's, it's been proven and research shows that when you are consistent and you can meet at least 24 times within a school year, you see these, this blossoming effect that happens with kids, their grades improve, their attendance approves, they have fewer disciplinary referrals. So these things are all side effects just by showing up once a week and playing games and Maybe you're playing in silence for the whole first year that you're together or nearly that first year. Um, maybe you talk a little bit and you're doing activities. You're just enjoying each other's company and that you're building that trust. That mentee sees that you are coming back every week. So I think that is what is so important. And that's they need that. They just need that somebody to listen to. That's all they're asking for in a mentor. Obviously, Jim, you got anything to add to that one? Well, <clears throat> I've got a seventh grader in, at my house and I can't get her to say more than two words about <laughs> what, how school went. Or if I hear that school went fine one more time, I don't know what I'm going to do. So uh, that's pretty good then if, if it only takes, you know, a few months to get, get them to warm up. But yeah, no, it's the research is real clear that it's not what you do, not what you do in that meeting and not what, and not how long you meet for. It's that you come back consistently. So, you know, even, and that's, and that's where, you know, that, that, that time factor that I think uh, Stacy was talking about that usually it's, it's one class period, maybe even a little bit less than a class period. But if you can find a place, uh, a school close to your, to work or home, wherever, you, wherever you're stationed at, um, you can usually be there and back home in just a, barely over an hour. And, and Stacy said 24 times, you know, that's, that's in a, and we're school-based mentoring program. So this is happening during the day in schools and, 
you know, the school year is about 35, 36 weeks long. So we're not looking for per- perfect, perfect yeah, attendance. Life happens. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah there be people, people get ill or uh, school activities happen, things like that. So we're looking for, we're hoping for that 24, but if, even if you could meet 22, 21, 23 times, uh, that's still an amazing impact on a, on a, on a youth's life. And so we're looking at it over an entire year. We're looking at, you know, if it's, if it's, as long as it's fairly close to where you live, we're looking at, you know, tw- 24 hours worth of, of volunteerism that has amazing impact on young people's lives. So yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just consistency, you know, and, and we've said this, I don't know, other people have probably said this on the show that one of our, our, our takeaways is that if you can play connect four or uno, that you are built to be a mentor, like you are made for it. Because it's, oh. it's. I played a lot of Uno in that first year. For Someone sure. said that today in training. She said that she played a lot of. I said I think that's the card game for teammates because yeah. I've played a lot of Uno too. It's just yeah. the game, which I love it. Yeah, that one. Uh, that one got a lot of motions out. So that's one I can see the barriers coming down pretty fast <laughs> yeah. playing some Uno. Yeah. But I'm curious. You know, when did you guys kind of get involved with teammates? You know, did you have a mentor? beforehand that maybe it's like, you know what, I kind of want to do this. I had a mentor and I saw all the great things it did for me. Or did you guys not have a mentor and maybe thought it would have been great if I had someone there along the ride with me, you know, kind of going through these hard things in life. So what was it for you guys? And did you have a mentor? Is that influence or maybe you didn't have a mentor and that kind of pushed you into wanting to do this for the youth? Mm-hmm. For me, I, I didn't have a mentor in my life until I was in my profession after college but I had a mentor and she was amazing. And I just learned so much from her about how to mentor someone else. And that is what one, that's what prompted me to want to mentor somebody else. And I just, I love kids and young people. I have three of my own kids and see their friends. And, you know, I just, that, that was just a no brainer for me. And to be involved in teammates where it was during the school day. So I had to leave work. It wasn't going to be outside. I think it'd be harder for me actually if I had to mentor outside of my work week or work day, I should say. Um, yeah. Ahead, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, for me too, I, I also, I, well, so I grew up in North Platte and as a lot of people will, will, will kind of attest to that they're, they're sports coaches, they're teachers, mm-hmm. people that they meet in school are people who kind of became my mentors. So, you know, I grew up in a, in a family that had my, my mother and father were together and, and supportive. So I, I got what I needed in those, in those, those, those spaces, you know, in school and in sports. So I, I got what I needed. And then when I went to college, I, um, you know, was able to find those supports and then through, you know, my professional career as well. So those have been kind of provided for me, uh, in an informal way. Um, we, we started, we started to, uh, ask our new mentor, our new mentors, uh, did you have a mentor in your life? And, um, or did you not have a mentor in your life? And it's really about 50, 50 of the, of the mentors who, um, were getting to come and do this work. So some are doing it because I had a mentor and they were impactful and I want to do the same thing for somebody else. And then some are saying, I never had a mentor, so I want that for somebody else. So we see that real mixed bag. And I think, um, both are great mentors for all the right reasons. Right. And, uh, so we, we, you know, we, we, but we do ask that question and we want to know that because it really Im- impacts, um, how you look at mentorship, but it doesn't change the fact that, that it has impact on a young person's life either way. Yeah. And I was kind of on that same boat. You know, I was lucky enough class size from Northeast Nebraska. There's only 40 kids in the class. Right. So those uh-huh. teachers, 
you know, and you find mentors in the oddest places. I loved basketball. I love playing sports. And, uh, you know, one of the best mentors, choir teacher. And I'll shout her name, you know, Mrs. Hamilton, uh, Joanne Hamilton, full name. And, you know, you'd always be surprised, you know, who those mentors are in your life. And again, it's not always got to be that superstar athlete or right, anything like right. that. It's just someone who's going to listen to you. Um, and that's what Mrs. Hamilton was. Right. You know, I didn't have to enunciate my problems, but she could tell having a tough day, right? You know, I'm not right. going to poke and prod. I'm just going to kind of be there uh, with you. With that being said, I do want to throw it to break here. And again, you guys can join the show 402-464-5685. Uh, we got Jim Bennett in here and also, uh, excuse me, Stacy Blyzak. Don't want to get that last name wrong. So Stacy Blyzak, Jim Bennett, both representing teammates here in studio tonight. 402-464-5685. You guys got questions. Also, you can catch the streams on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 951. We'll go to break. Catch you guys on the other side.